At Planet Fitness, a lot has changed since 1998, but our membership has always been just $10 a month. On June 28th, that rate will increase to $15 a month for new members. So if you've been thinking about joining, now is the perfect time to lock in $10 a month for good. Once you join, your rate will never increase for the life of your membership. Enjoy free fitness training and equipment for every workout, all in the judgment-free zone for $10 a month. Don't miss out. Offer ends Thursday, June 27th. Rejoining after cancellation will result in change in membership price. See club for details. You had a sex dream last night. Me? You told me. Yeah, I did. About who? Someone on the show, right? Yeah. Was it Nikki? Yeah. It wasn't, though, was it? No, I just wanted to freak her out for a second. Oh, did, did, Nikki, oh. Do you, so you don't know about this? First thing Seth says to me today. Well, first thing he said is, I got some ways you can improve this daytime television show you're on. <laughs> I watched it at the gym today. I didn't know that we were preempted on Friday by the hurricane coverage, and so my episode... So you, like, you text me about it. Uh, Brandon Rimes, the real estate quarterback, tweeted about it. I'm like, why are all these people watching my show from Friday today? And then when I arrived for today's taping, they told me that the episode aired today. So Seth immediately hit me with, I got ways that you can improve your daytime television program on WFLA. What do you want, the sex dream first, or do you want ways to improve the TV show that you do I, once I a week? I want the sex dream, because yeah, if too. it wasn't Nikki. It wasn't, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't Nikki, and it wasn't you. Oh, woo. What? <laughs> I had a dream last night that Drew and I were having a threesome with a lady together. Who's the Who's lady? lady? I don't know, but she had a British accent. So it was nobody that we know. A British oh. accent? Yeah. Did uh, you that's guys, kinky. Did you guys touch? Yeah, did we touch? I mean, ew, did we touch? Here's what happened. Oh, yeah. All right. And we were just, we were all, caught, we were lying down. Okay. I think I was, um, she was in the middle of us. Yeah. Okay, that's don't, even, don't even ask me this how. This isn't bad so far. It's a challah uh, sandwich. It doesn't really get bad. Don't even oh. ask me why we're there. Okay. I have no idea. All right. But I knew I was married. Okay. So, so you knew in the back of your mind that you were doing something wrong. Hey, you even married in your sleep, yeah, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> you got to relax. I got up this morning because Phoebe brushed me off last night, and I said, you brushed me off, then I have sex dreams. She said, was I in them? I said, you were not. Oh. But Drew was. All right. What is this? Just a little music to set the mood. I don't, I don't need music. Eh, set some mood. Go ahead. Meanwhile, everybody was horrified that they might be the star of my sex dream, and you are loving every second of it. Delighted. So we're we're in there. She's in the middle of us. Um, her back. This, this strange British lady. Yeah. Her, do, you, do you have a physical description? No, I'm sure she. I think she had glasses on. British lady with glasses. Yeah, she was hot. All right. So I, I'm kind of like lying. Her her back is to me. So she's kind of talking to you. Ugh. And so then we we you know we get her naked, and the the whole thing was. <laughs> I wasn't bothered by anything that was happening, and I knew I was married, so for some reason I was ready to go through with the cheating, and I don't know, that's not my dream scenario if I ever strayed was to be naked with Drew. Or is it? Hey, man, get it how you can. <laughs> so we're doing it. We, we take her clothes off and all this stuff. Like together, like you hold her, like I got one leg. Yeah. yeah. I, think I think I took her yoga pants off or something. All right. But her, she never turned over to me, but she didn't have any problem with, you know, me taking taking any of her clothes off. Right. She just didn't flip over from the conversation that she was having with me. Yeah. So the, you had the backside. Yeah, I had the, I had the back. Oh, but right. we weren't, I wasn't naked yet. We, oh. Drew and I weren't naked. Okay. We were just kind of, you know, feeling out the process. Sure. Wait, so both of y'all are laying in bed with a sexy British woman. Yeah. 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 She's butt naked and y'all got all your clothes we on. We were, ta yeah, oh. we, I know that oh. I was not naked and I know Drew was not naked. Okay. okay. So, what's your different from the normal dreams I have about Drew? Thank you. Look at how into this Nikki is. I know. This is like a, this is like going to the movies for her. It's so weird, but I, I want to hear more. Me too. 
So this is going to pale in comparison to when SBK was riding around with Miguel in the convertible. We, the dream stopped before any <laughs> Let's not we, compare things. We just didn't have shirts on, that's all. So in my head, I'm going, okay, I'm cheating right now. Right. But I, I, who cares? So what? I don't. It's a dream. What do you want yeah, from you me? You can't control your dreams. I wasn't thinking clearly in right, the dream. Right, sure. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm massaging her buttocks and stuff like that. I don't know how to her get British buttocks. I don't know how to get women into a, you know a threesome situation. And she just wouldn't turn around. Hmm. She was talking to you the whole time. Or you guys were making out or something. Oh. And after that, I got so mad that she was spending all of her time with you that I got up and I left. Where are you going? I went away because she was focusing on you so much, and I couldn't handle it anymore. It wasn't going to be a fair threesome, so I got up and went on to the next sex dream. My sex dream is unfulfilled without you here. Well, you're there. You hooked up with her, but I left because I, I don't know how these threesomes, how these male, male, female threesomes work. Right. But I need a little attention, too. Like, just turn sure. over and go, hey, how you doing? Well, maybe was she reaching back at no. all? Oh. It was like it was That's rude. It was nothing going on. You were just laying there. It was almost like oh. it was just supposed to be you and her, but I, I hadn't left yet. But she was too nice to tell me to leave, so she just was going to let me do whatever I wanted to do. The British are a polite people. Yeah. So I said, I can't do it. It wasn't because, oh, man, I'm married. That wasn't it. No, it was of course not. She wasn't focusing on me. How uh, dare she? Were you conscious? Were you aware that you were actually dreaming? No, no, not okay, at the time. Okay. No, no. If I was, if I, the, the dreams where you know you're dreaming, those are the best dreams. Right. That, that didn't happen last night because I would have just been like, all right, who cares if she's not focusing on me? Let's see what happens. But I was so hurt because I want to feel pretty that it, I had to get up and I had to take myself out of that situation. All she's got to do is reach back a little bit. No, there was no reach. There was nothing. It was all about you. And you didn't tell her, hey, why don't you focus on my man over here? Well, that's clearly a dream because I, I would do that. Were you mad at Drew when you woke up this morning? Yeah. I would have told her, dude, if I would known well, you, you were feeling You had the chance and you didn't. And I missed out on my first threesome. Not the way I want a threesome to go down with another man, but still, you know, she was there. I would look at her right in her bespectacled British eyes and I would say, look, hey, my boy Seth's right behind you. Just... Pay a little attention to Seth. There was nothing. We were all so so close. We were all pre- we were all pretty much touching. We were all it was just you know, cuddling. We're probably on a twin size bed. No, no two beds pushed together. No, no, no. It was one bed. Wow. And How dare were, she? You guys were just making out the whole time. Oh no, I mm. I would have made out with her a little bit, but then I would have said, here, let me play with your butt a little bit. It just felt like a huge bother. I still feel that way. <laughs> When you left, did she and I stop? Or? She, no. Okay, good. No. Just making sure. Not like a, hey, where are you going? Right. I just stormed off. Oh. If that's how you want it to be. That would have ruined the threesome for me. I would I would have said, look, honey, you got to help me out here. Show a little consideration to my boy, Seth. So pretty much in the dream last night, in my dream, you got to have sex with a hot British lady. No, well, that's nice, but. And I stormed out of the room pouting. Yeah, that would have ruined it for me. I would have stopped everything. <laughs> Hold on one second, honey. I'm sorry. I, I have to go after my friend. You could have. You should know when I'm having a sex dream about you and when you should jump in and help <laughs> things out. I was too busy dreaming about Dave Grohl. It was a weird dream I had. Threesome? No, it's so stupid. It was a, It was like a, I was 16 in my dream. I walked into a... Uh, Wait, what are we doing with our dream stories here? I God, I hate <laughs> hearing about people's dreams on the radio, but th- this is a dream that 16-year-old Drew Garaba would have had. I, I walked into a nightclub... Foo Fighters were playing to like 100 people and I moved right up to the front which was ridiculously easy to do and Dave Grohl saw me and he goes Drew Garabo's at one of our concerts and I waved not even a side wave but like a hi Dave and he goes 
This guy's never been to one of our MFN shows before. And he's got the best radio show in the effing world. And then they went into breakout. And I woke up so mad at myself for having such a stupid dream. No, you didn't. You loved every second of it. And then there was a British groupie there. <laughs> Well, we got to find a bespectacled British girl to make this right. No, we, we don't. I just realized that uh, I can never have a threesome with you. You're a selfish lover. I am not. I'm anything but you selfish. Gotta, you got to share the girl. <laughs> I would. But she had her back to you. Yeah, yeah. she did. You, you, you can do stuff to her back. Uh, it, was, it was pretty much like she was sleeping at that point. There was just no, she didn't pay me any attention. It wasn't rude. even like a wink or a look behind her. Hey, it was nothing. I felt like I was bothering her. You're a little poke. It's rude. In real life, I would have thought about that. But in the dream, I just it was just so focused on these idiots kissing right in front of me. Sorry. I'm so, I, w- I would have been much more considerate. Ah, I need to feel, uh, you know, you feel sure. sexy sometimes. Just, yeah, just that you're there and you're participating. So, uh... So I hate you today, Grabo. Thank you. Sorry. Took a weird turn. Do you think it had anything to do with you texting me to choke on a D right before you went to bed last night? No, it had okay. everything to do with the fact that I got brushed off by my wife last night, so I went to bed, you know. Lesson learned. Yeah. She brushes you off. You and I have threesomes with hey, a spectacled British ladies. I told her. I said, you you want to brush me off? I, that's the first thing I said. I said, I had, I had a couple of sex dreams last night, uh, and you were not in any of them. Very common question on Twitter. Uh, British lady more like Khaleesi or British lady more like Sansa? Mm, Neither? No, no. Is there any British lady at all that you can imagine that she was like? Glasses, brown hair. Does she have good teeth? Mrs. Doubtfire? Yeah, she had. she was hot. Not not like any of the Game of Thrones characters you mentioned. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't think it's anybody we know. All right. It's got to be somebody. I mean, like some, yeah, she somewhere, look like somebody. Yeah, yeah, somewhere deep in your mind is is that is this woman. And I don't know who it is, and she might not even be British. You know, sometimes when you dream that you lose a tooth, that means that you're coming to the money or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't thought too much about it. Somewhere in the deep recesses, we met Ireland. It was probably, it, it was probably Ireland. I don't think so. You know what, though? I just know you about you. I saw your face, your body, your normal accent. That's what stood out. You were the star of my sex dream, pervert. Get out. I'm sorry that I was not a more considerate uh, partner. Now, how do, I, how do I fix our daytime show? Oh, man, they got to let you talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think Nikki pulled a couple of clips. Did you? Oh. I did. Uh, was the episode that aired the one with your black sweater? Yeah. Yeah, you look so awkward. They like they put the video on the camera on you, like they're hoping you'll talk, but then everybody else won't shut up. Well, I was at the gym today, and yeah. I was uh, they were showing your daytime episode, and I was trying to change the channel with my mind, but it wasn't working. So Thank I, you. I was forced to watch, and then I was going to take a picture to prove that I was actually supporting and watching you, except they never showed you because the other people wouldn't stop talking and i'm thinking if you get a talk show host who does this for four hours a day and has been doing it for 20 years you might let the guy say something well as let me speak diplomatically here as abrupt as you may think that i am in conversation i am extremely polite when it comes to yielding the floor when it is not my program the two ladies yentas as you refer to them in the text to me uh (laughs) the, the two ladies on the show tend to yap a little bit. It's probably because they don't do talk radio for a living. Correct. 
one of them used to, and the other one does uh, does our uh, does R and B and hip hop radio. So they're itching to talk. Yes, and this is their outlet. This is their outlet, right. and, and I get this talk show every day as a four hour forum to say whatever the hell I want to say. So I try to be very conscious of that and let them speak, but in turn. I end up not saying a lot because they dominate the conversation. Well, you can't be conscious of that. Well, and, and I guess that's the, uh, I guess that's what I have to do, but. They just had you on the end. You and Jerry are at the end, and it's, maybe it's it's a female demographic, so they want to put the men on the end of the set so all these women can imagine a, a Drew and Jerry sandwich. Oh, what a sandwich that would be. But it just looked like you were at a party, and you were waiting for your girlfriend to wrap up the small talk with this couple, and she could move on to the next couple. Did you pull out your phone? No. You pull an Odell Beckham. It, it looked like it. I, I, if I didn't put it on the table behind me, I probably would. But I have to take it out of my hands and do that. I, I don't know what to tell you. You're exactly right. But I just, I, I'm overly conscious of dominating the conversation. Do they direct the conversation? Do they go, Not okay, you talk, you talk, you talk, or they just throw it out there? They throw it out there, and there's many nonverbal cues. Today, Danielle, like we taped today for Friday, Danielle was there, and I... I'd have to say it was magnificent because she and I have a chemistry because we've known each other for five years and we talk a lot to each other. It was it went really well. But there should be some sort of direction of, okay, the first topic, we're going to throw it out. You talk first, then you talk, then you talk, and then this next one, you. but there's none of that. It's just, here's a, here's it's a topic. it's hard to set it up like that. I know. Well, we've got a couple of clips. I, I just, I, I don't want to, I'm not trying to, you know. Where where are the uh, where are the clips? Nikki, did you send that? I thought I did. Hold on one I second. I don't believe so. Oh boy. I don't uh I don't have any uh any clips here. It's just I it's not the Drew Garabo show. It's to, it's Jerry and Cindy and then these these round table that we do for like fifteen minutes a week. But is it worth it for you to go in there every single week? Or if they just want to have a, an extra person on there, I'm sure they could find that. What was the topic? Oh man, they were uh they're they're uh, Colin Kaepernick, you guys talked about yeah. the Stanford not allowing, I think, hard liquor on campus. Yeah, I pulled clips of uh, the Colin Kaepernick and the VMAs. Okay. Uh, what was it? Do the VMAs sexualize women? Is that what they... Yeah, should have been all over there. I know, but I just... Okay, here's the uh, roundtable with Colin Kaepernick. And by the way, uh, Brandon Rimes, the QB quarterback, said I had made some good points about that, and I appreciate that. I think his show still airs on this station, if I'm not mistaken. Um, all right, I'll give you the Kaepernick. I, I Again, I don't want to be rude to them. I want to be polite in conversation. But in, as a result, I do leave every week going, man, I really didn't say a lot. Jesse Owens, uh, yeah. Olympic track runner, said the same thing. He won gold in Germany. He came back and wasn't even allowed to enter the front door of buildings. Right. Like, how do you justify well, but, that? But, but that's Jesse Owens. This isn't Colin Kaepernick we're talking about. Those are the two uh, that Seth called them yentas on the show, uh, Corey Dillon and Anjali Queen Bee. I like them both, by the way. You know what Correct. I mean? Like, he, he was no, he's of well, mixed race. He is. I mean, he was raised by white people. He, I just, I just but that wonder... doesn't change his eth ethnicity. Right. No, he's well, black I know. Enough. I have a niece what? and a nephew who are mixed, Even actually. if he wasn't, was it you? he wasn't black. A white player, a Latin player sat down matter. and says right. the same thing. Because hey, I don't hallelujah. like this discrepancy. Right. Absolutely, hallelujah. absolutely. Right. There were many white people that marched with that marched with Martin Luther King. Right. They weren't black. It's just that they knew there's a problem here, well, and I wanted my voice to be heard that I don't agree. I think I heard you say something. I tried to. What exactly does yenta mean? Oh, that's just, uh, I think it's a Yiddish does term. Does it mean for, nice lady? It's just yes. women, women that talk a lot and gossip. I yeah. thought it meant bitches. No, 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 no. okay. I don't know. No, no, no. It's like uh, all the ladies on The View are there. Yeah, they're yentas. Yentas. I'm yeah. trying to up my Yiddish game. Yeah. yeah. Yentas are just like a bunch of yapping old, uh, not old, but just yapping ladies. God, I've been saying a lot of that stuff lately. I've turned to my mom. I say, oy vey, and all this <laughs> stuff. I'm about sugar over yeah. here. Uh, I, I don't know what to do about it. There's another clip, isn't there, Nikki? Yeah, or is it I've just got one? it. Okay. I've got it right here. 
It's, uh, it's, uh, it says VMAs. MTV is sending starkly conflicting messages about what's important. Was it too revealing? Are, are we outraged? Do the women look too... It's a sign of the times. Everybody has cheeks out. Back in the day, Madonna did it. Back in the day, Cher did it. Mm -hmm. Beyonce now's doing it. Britney, it's just... It, what it is. They're performers, as right we talked now, earlier definitely. about costumes. Yep. And it wasn't just the women, by the way. It was the men. I mean, did sure. you see Kanye's video? I, I well, yeah, but the sheep and babies, I mean, they were all out there on display. I don't think this is a trend. I think this has been going on That's for Jerry a long exactly. time. And you're dealing with such... I hate to say this about some of these stars, but <gasps> egomaniacal. No. Yes. Mm, celebrities that they want to dress as right, risk-taking as All right, I quit. You're right. I don't need <laughs> quit. I'll do it. Turn, I'll turn in my notice. I've, done, I've taped my last one today. I mean, five people uh, doing a roundtable, that's a lot, isn't it? It's a bit extraneous. I, I'm no longer a part of daytime. But I don't know. I, don't, I only produce radio. I don't know. No, you, you do. I, I just, I, I don't, I'm never... Despite what people might think about me, I'm not a diva, and I'm never going to go in and go, hey, we need a little bit more true. I think if you see the one on Friday, I was a little bit more assertive. But again, I credit that to Danielle. And uh, Like I said, I was standing there on the treadmill at the gym today with my phone up in the air, just waiting to catch a glimpse of Drew Garaba so I could send it to you. <laughs> never got it. It's uh, They go to him as soon as usually they say the, the topic. They go to him, and then all the girls start talking, and then they go to them. <laughs> Guys, it made me feel horrible about my television. No, career. you look great, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, that thanks. sweater looks good. Yeah, that Thank black you. sweater's good. Thanks, yeah. Guys. Thank you. Real hot. <laughs> Carline Karaoke is next. Seven two seven. Is it like threesome with a British girl hot? Hey, dude, you were the star of my dream. Who Woo! cares if you didn't get to talk on daytime? Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Oh, wait a minute. I think Randy Hahn just helped me figure out the British lady. Who's our biggest female fan? What's her name? Brit so much. Mm. Brit so much. Yeah. But. She What's is a British girl. Brit. She's a Brit. Oh, I didn't know she was a Brit. She's not. Oh, but, but her that's name probably is probably where yeah. He, he Brit. He was thinking yeah, Brit. Exactly. I can tell you that it wasn't her. If it was, I would have no problem putting that information out. Physically, it may not have been her. It you you said she had her back to you. Did you yeah. see her face? I only saw that she had those glasses, those librarian glasses. Brit so much. Driving on the left side of the road, got it was, fish and chips, Bob's your uncle. It was not that hideous. <laughs> Interesting. Joining us on the phone right now, we discussed her situation yesterday on our daily bit, It's Okay, It's Not Okay. She was born 1983 in Arizona with no arms due to a birth defect, a rare one at that. She is the world's first licensed armless pilot, as well as the first armless black belt in the American Taekwondo Association. My son is 12, and he has his black belt, uh, two arms, though, much easier to do it that way. Ms. Jessica Cox graduated from the University of Arizona in 2005 with a bachelor in psychology, minor in communications. She has not used prosthetic arms since she turned 14, using her feet as most use their hands. She is able to drive an unmodified car with an unrestricted license. She is able to type on a keyboard at 25 words per minute pump her own gas, and something that I have a hard time doing with two arms, putting in and removing her contact lenses. She's also a certified scuba diver. Joining us on the phone right now to discuss her impending litigation against Universal Orlando, Ms. Jessica Cox. Jessica, thank you very much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me on the show and giving me this chance to talk about my complaint. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem whatsoever. We uh, we talked about it yesterday. We do a daily thing on uh, on our show called It's Okay, It's Not Okay. And I would say most people uh, can't understand 
the uh, obviously we have a different perspective in the world. We go to theme parks and it's very easy for us to ride rides. They have a policy at Universal Orlando that says you have to be able to reach up and hold on to something. You obviously can't physically do that. Uh, what made you decide to take it to the next level, even though they offered you a cash refund and say, you know what, this is not fair to armless individuals uh, like you and I? Well, I've been going uh, and riding, I've been going to theme parks and riding roller coasters my entire life. And this was the first time that I experienced this restriction that went into place in 2011. So I, I grew up on parks in Los Angeles, uh, Disneyland, Universal Studios, Hollywood, and I'd never been restricted in any way. And this was the first time, unknowingly, I went into the park and received the Rider's Guide for People with Disabilities, only to find out that as we went around the park, every single ride had that restriction. And to those who would say that is a uh, it's a safety thing in case there is a stoppage or they you know they don't want to see somebody launched out of the uh, the roller coaster, what would you respond, Jessica? Well, the industry guidelines they don't require people to actually hold on for safety for the safety system to work. Hmm. So regardless of whether someone's holding on, these uh, rides are built so that you can ride them without holding on because a lot of people hold their hands up in the air. True. Um, and obviously this is a, a cause very near and dear to your heart. Uh, if Universal offered you, say, an arbitrary sum of $10 million to just be quiet and go away, would you take the hush money? Or does this cause mean so much to you that you would pursue this until you get the resolution that you're looking for? Yes, this, is, this means a lot more than money. And this is not a monetary thing. In fact, this is a formal complaint, not a lawsuit. And so there is no monetary award when we, when we decided to pursue this. Got you. We are speaking with Jessica Cox. Uh, she was uh, born without arms due to a rare birth defect and is uh, not suing, but uh, has a formal complaint lodged against Universal Orlando for their policy restricting armless people from riding the roller coaster. Jessica, what ride was it that you were trying to get on? Well, actually, there was uh, the first ride we went up to was the Rip Ride Rocket, and I understood uh, full well that that would make sense that that was restricted. So the first ride, I said, okay, I'm going to sit this one out. I'll let my husband, Patrick, go and enjoy the ride. So he went out and rode the ride. And we, he came back, and we're, at, we're like, well, why don't we go find some rides that I can actually go on? So to our dismay, though, every single ride that moves, including the little children's ride, um, the whirl and twirl, which is basically like the dum Dumbo ride that goes in circle, that even had a restriction on it that I could not ride it. Understood. And, and when you approach customer service to tell them, you know, uh, what your what your complaint was and what your situation was, do you feel that you were treated uh, with compassion and understanding? Well, I went to guest services to explain, and they said that these were restrictions that were implemented by the manufacturers. And, yes, they did refund me for my tickets. But still, I asked for uh, the actual evidence that people, they actually, when we filed this complaint, there uh, there was actually no cited evidence or examples of people missing arms or part of arms and hands who have actually been hurt on rides. As I mentioned, in 2011, an Iraq war veteran by the name of Sergeant Hackamere, he lost both legs and part of his hip to an IED, mm. and he was flung from a roller coaster in New York. And when that happened, these restrictions went into place. But how do you compare the safety of someone without legs to the safety of someone without arms? Mm. That's my question. 
It's a very good question. And this is a case where a lot of us, myself included, would look at this on paper and go, well, look, I'm sorry about your condition, but they have this in place for a reason. And then we just leave it there. You, having had this condition since birth, it's obviously a lot more near and dear to your heart. And I salute you for the relentless pursuit of closure in this. Uh, and is closure for you getting Universal and other theme parks to challenge themselves to say, why are we doing this? And is it possible that we allow individuals like a Jessica Cox to ride this ride? Yes, I actually know of at least 20 to 30 people without arms. You, it might sound like it's rare, but their chances of being born with a limb difference is 1 in 10,000. So there are a lot of people out there that are being affected by this. And it's important to pursue this so that it's not a blanket restriction saying even the little kitty rides, including the 4D Shrek ride that has moving seats without a seatbelt. It's just a theater-style ride. I'm, I cannot be in a moving seat. I had to be put in a stationary seat in that specific ride. But there is no reason to have that blanket restriction on every ride that moves. Understandable. Uh, Jessica, may I ask why at 14 years old you uh, decided not to use prosthetic arms any longer? It was the best decision of my life. I wore them for 11 years, and I wore them to school every day. And, and finally, on the first day of eighth grade, I was 14. I left them behind. I promised myself I would never wear them again. To this day, they're in the closet. And like I said, it was one of the best decisions in my life. And to be clear with this policy as well, it, even if I had prosthetics, it requires one natural extremity to be grasping at least one natural extremity to be grasping onto the um, hand, uh, the, the bar in front. So even if I had a prosthetic arm, I would not be able to ride the ride. Jessica, is there ever a vent or anything in your life where you feel like you might need the prosthetics or you just will never touch those again? See, I think that's another thing it's hard to explain because people are coming from their perspective of having arms and hands your whole life. And that, of course, is very different for me. I've lived my entire life without them. It's very natural and faster for me to use my foot to scratch the top of my head if I have an itch versus thinking, oh, now I need to raise my prosthetic arm up to scratch the itch on my head. That is more time and more of a process to accomplish that. So my feet are better at doing things that the prosthetics could even, I mean, attempt to do. I can actually thread, like I can uh, thread it, a needle, I mean, I could thread something with my feet. I mean, I put contacts in my eyes, like you mentioned earlier. These things are very natural for me. So hold the phone. I'm going to rewind something. You can scratch an itch on the top of your head with your foot. Mm-hmm. Yes, I actually could put my foot behind my head if I had to. Well, I mean, I can imagine a situation that you'd have to. I, That's I can, a separate interview. <laughs> I, right. I can imagine a situation where you'd want to. I don't know where you'd have to, but my goodness, you are uh, you are truly an inspiration, and uh, that is why I understand that uh, a lot of people get you for motivational speaking. You have an autobiographical self-help book that people can pick up called Disarm Your Limits, and uh, you're, you're really something. For the rest of us out there who get bogged down with the minutiae of life and Whoa, our poor situation where we don't quite get the job we want. Uh, you're someone who was handed a lot in life that not a lot of people would have signed up for, and you have used it as uh, not even a hindrance, as motivation to make your life better. You are uh, you're something special, Jessica Cox. Well, thanks. Maybe next time I'm in Florida, I can take you guys on a spin in, the, in a car or something. 
Hold if you're up for it. Now, you don't drive a modified car. You drive just a regular car like everybody else, right? An automatic, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> I can't see you shifting with your mouth. That would be very difficult to do. But if there's anybody who could do it, it would probably be you. You fly also, don't you, Jessica? I do. I'm a, uh, I fly an unmodified airplane called an air coupe with just my feet on the control. My goodness gracious. You are doing more without arms than most of us do with arms. And uh, for that, we, uh, we certainly salute you. Thank you so much. Do you have a website that we can push people to? Yes, please visit JessicaCox.com, and I have my book, Disarm Your Limits, if anyone wants that, feel free to check it out. I have to say, uh, very few people in my two decades of broadcasting have actually changed my perspective on things and made me look at them from a different angle. You have done that today, Jessica Cox, and uh, I, I thank you for that. It's, uh, it's truly a dose of humility that I needed, and uh, thank you for the perspective that you brought me and hopefully uh, a couple people listening today. Thanks for the time, and thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Take care. You do the very same thing. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. She said high five? Is that what she said? I think she said high five. I think she said bye-bye. Oh, I thought she said high five. Probably not. I'm never making another arm joke again. I'm the worst human being in the world. I mean, you did, though. When? You said people have had things handed to them their whole lives. Okay, well, that was unintentional. Oh, you made an unintentional one, too. Yeah, you said, said uh, you said uh, grab them or something No, you like said it. touch something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I say? You said you did the same you thing. You said something about touching yeah. something. Like you never pick them up again. That's right. You said about the arms. Yeah. You never pick, you oh, put you them down and never then, pick yeah. them up again. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. well, that, that's yeah. people know my oh, mind is not yeah. like yours. That oh. was unintentional. Uh, Katrina Weber just tweeted, I counted three accidental puns during the interview. Hey, she's amazing, and, and the stuff she's able to do, that, that's awesome. I'd never get in a plane or a car with her. No. Would you let her drive you over the Skyway? Yeah, I think I would. I mean, she's been driving for how long? She's, what, 33, 34? Yeah. She's probably a great driver. She probably isn't getting distracted by text messages or Twitter or Facebook. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> a little sexier than that. <laughs> Golden Canon on Twitter said, I hope you never lose your arms because you weren't even close to your head, LOD. She saw me on Bone TV trying to try for a second to scratch an itch on the top of your head. I, I won't just, because it's impossible. I, I'm not that bendy because I haven't been doing it my whole life. I was just rub my head up against the wall yeah, or something. Yeah, me too, like yeah. a cat. <laughs> what an amazing young lady. Well, you knew all this stuff about her yesterday. It's different when you talk to her. It's for you. Hey. Flashback to a conversation we had a couple of months ago. We were talking about elderly drivers. Yeah. Like, would you take a ride with, like, an 80 or 90-year-old? Right. So which one? Her or a 90-year-old? Her. I, I'd ride with her before I'd ride with a 90-year-old, for sure. I support elderly drivers, but I would probably ride with her as well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What an unbelievable lady. Teddy? Hey, how's it going? I'm just wondering if I heard correctly. You said I salute you. Well, yeah, it, woman? I do. I salute her. I mean, I don't mean physically. I salute her, and but I mean, well, I mean, I guess I could physically salute her, but I can physically salute her. I have arms, Teddy. Okay, okay, okay. You know, now now go in your house and drive away. <laughs> How you been, man? It's good to hear from you. You still been, out there? I've been, I've been doing really good. I listen to y'all every day. Thank you, dude. How's the how's the employment world treating you? I've uh, been pretty busy, actually. Excellent. Good to hear. Uh, and by the way, people are tweeting me things that I said during that interview. Yeah. Handed to them. We salute you. Push them to your website. I, these were accidental. I did not intend. It, my mind does not work. I, what you I'm can, saying is they were accidents. You can push with your feet. 
metaphorically push to the website. Can we push them to your website? Can we direct them to your website? Would have been a better choice of words. See, the reason why I think they're unintentional is because normally when you do an intentional pun, you'll kind of look at me right. like, you, like you just scored a touchdown, but you didn't do that during the interview. What are you laughing at, Nikki? My intent is pure. No, I. what I'm laughing at is you do. You look at him and, like, you raise your eyebrows. Like, that's good, right? I want daddy For to approval. approve. <laughs> right. I want, I want daddy to give me, a, like, a kudos. But in this case, they were just... Yeah. It was unintentional. Nobody's quoting me about picking up the arms or anything. I don't know. I don't know if I said that. Oh, you did. By the way, I absolutely love how many people are tweeting Amy Schumer with Miss Piggy. <laughs> that's that's not okay. That's when great. we do it's okay, it's not okay, it's not okay. You said something about her putting her prosthetics away and never touching, touching them, them again. Touching them again, that well, was it. Well, you can touch with the feet. Yeah, but who yeah. would go? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Jessica Cox just tweeted me, more practice and you can do it. And she and she tweeted herself scratching an itch on oh the top of her head. Oh, my God. All the practice in the world isn't going to help me. You want me to take a picture of you trying to do it? Yeah. All right, we'll do it off the air. <laughs> Great chat. Oh, what an inspiration. All right. How come you didn't tell her that you support Universal? Because I, I, I don't know if I do anymore. <laughs> You're so easily swayed. I'm, she had me in the palm of her hand. I'm sorry. At Planet Fitness, a lot has changed since 1998, but our membership has always been just $10 a month. On June 28th, that rate will increase to $15 a month for new members. So if you've been thinking about joining, now is the perfect time to lock in $10 a month for good. Once you join, your rate will never increase for the life of your membership. Enjoy free fitness training and equipment for every workout, all in the judgment-free zone for $10 a month. Don't miss out. Offer ends Thursday, June 27th. Rejoining after cancellation will result in change in membership price. See club for details.